Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Idly hey! Welcome to another episode of The Brett Allen Show. Prepare to be astonished! A pop culture podcast. Join Brett Weekly as he interviews your favorite celebrities from film, <gasps> oh, television, I'm back in business, baby. comedy, and much more. Inconceivable! Plus, you never know who will stop by. Dude, we are so going to party. Now, here is your host, Brett Allen. Happy Wednesday, everybody, and welcome into another episode of The Brett Allen Show, a pop culture podcast where we interview your favorite celebrities from film, television, comedy, music, and more, wherever pop culture hangs out. And today, we have an amazing guest with us, actor David Cade, who can currently be seen in Vertical Entertainment's crime drama, Lansky, which released back in June but it's still gaining lots of popularity and you have a lot of other projects that you are involved in as well. David, welcome into the show. It's great to have you here today. Good to be here. Yes. Well, this show, this film Lansky is fantastic because it's, it's just a fun story, a good old gangster movie and a lot of other things that are involved as well. Let our listeners in if you could please, and just talk to us about what the film is about and the role that you play for those who haven't had the opportunity to to see it yet. Uh, so the film is about, um, it's actually based on a true story um, yes. that happened with the director's father when he was contacted to do the novel uh, based on Meyer Lansky's not life by Meyer Lansky, right? So an aging Meyer Lansky calls Eitan Rockaway's father in the 1980s and has him come down to Miami and says, you can take my story and if you publish it before I die, I'll say it never happened. So that really happened. And uh, that's what the film is based off of. And um, it's, you know, taken some of its own turns, you know, in the in the world of fiction and filmmaking, whatever. And what we really do is we focus on that story between the journalist meeting with Meyer and then also Meyer Lansky's very personal history and very public history, um, both with his wife and then rising through Murder, Inc. and becoming the the mobster that he was famous to be. Yeah, and you play the infamous uh, mobster Ben Bugsy Siegel in this film uh, opposite of Harvey Keitel. And, I mean, the 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 cast, Jackie Cruz from Orange is the New Black. I mean, there's just a lot of amazing people. Sam Worthington as well. Yeah. It's just a fun movie. And I, I had heard that it was based on a true story, but I didn't realize how deep the the true story part of it went as far as Meyer reaching out and saying, Hey, here's an opportunity to tell my story. That's not something that happens all too often. I would imagine. No, no, it's not often you get to sit up close and personal. One of the, you know, one of the most notorious gangsters in the history of America. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of unfathomable to be honest, to even think about the fact that that conversation could happen mm-hmm. I've heard stories of other folks in history that have happened to be still living at a certain period of time and said, Hey, I want to tell my story. And some people are like, no, nah, that's okay. You know, we've told this story over and over a hundred times, yeah. but you guys have a different take on it and really kind of explore 
this individual's life and sort of kind of give us an inside seat to what this period was like and really kind of a different side of the story than what we might get from Hollywood typically, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I think it's, I think it, you know, I, I think first off, most mobster movies center on the Italian mob, right? Yeah. Which was obviously a pinnacle in American culture, but, but this is interesting in that we focus on uh, the Jewish mobsters because Bugsy and Meyer were both Jewish. And they were allowed into the very deepest parts of the Italian mob at the highest levels because of fun- functionally, well, one, because of their talents, right? There was no, they called Meyer the mob accountant and Bugsy was vicious and that was a skill. And um, they also grew up in the same time period in Brooklyn at the turn of the century, right? And so these guys grew up together. Meyer Lansky grew up with Lucky Luciano. Um, and Lucky Luciano famously went off to go and make the National Crime Syndicate, which was the interweaving of all of the, you know, really dangerous figures in America at that time organized. So they 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 came up at this very specific time and they had this really unique um, plot in American history where they were able to not, you know, they they were they were almost politicians. They were fundamentally integrated into society in a way that's different than how we think of crime. You know, we talk in the film, for instance, about how Meyer Lansky was responsible for helping um, Israel out and, um, and also helping the American military out during world war II um, because he had the access to do that, you know? So that's pretty impressive. It's pretty, it's, it's an interesting, the history is cool as well as the drama and all of the, the fun stuff we like from mob movies. Yeah, I'm sure you guys had a lot of fun filming this um, and telling this story. And yeah, I mean, we do get a lot of Italian mob-ish kind of gangster films. There was a a movie on Netflix, The Highwaymen, I Mm -hmm. think, that kind of talked a little bit about uh, Bonnie and Clyde and sort of gave a backstory to that. I like these movies that don't necessarily deal with the gangster part of it directly, but kind of give you some historical fiction of kind of what went on behind the scenes, the man or the woman behind the man or the woman, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's far more fascinating. I mean, I love entertainment clearly because I do an entertainment podcast, but I like to kind of be entertained in a separate sort of way, getting the behind the scenes. And you did a fantastic job, by the way, did you all get a chance to film this? Was this post or pre-pandemic or how did this work out? Oh, we wrapped just pre-pandemic. I think okay. weeks before everything got shut down. So we were, I was, so you got very lucky this to another film that got shut down in the middle of production. So we were right on the cusp. Wow. So you guys were like, let's get it done. Let's get it done. Here we go. And then er, everything. Yeah, stopped. It wasn't, so you're, it's really funny. It wasn't even, the pandemic wasn't really even on anybody's mind so much no in february it was when we were shooting last year it was still like you know we heard that there was something going on overseas but it wasn't really and then within a matter of like weeks everything started getting shut down yeah i think everybody was thinking that way even i was thinking that way yeah. i was at six flags with my kid mm-hmm. and like i'm getting news alerts about this here and that there and you know they weren't superly interested in kind of paying attention to it. They're just letting people do whatever. Yeah. And then the whole world came crashing yeah. down. So you're obviously uh, back to work now and working on 
a lot of other amazing projects as well, yeah. if I understand correctly. Yeah. So I have uh, well, I have two projects that are coming out later this year that I'm excited about. Um, one is called uh, Shriver, uh, and the other is called Swing. They, funny enough, they both star Michael Shannon. Um, he's just <laughs> just a treat. I love that guy. Um, and uh, and I'm, there's a lot of fun. It's a comedy and a sports drama. And uh, it's going to be a nice juxtaposition having played this really sort of vicious gangster to now go and have fun with those. So that'll be cool. Yeah. Well, it's great that you are back to work along with everybody else and just continuing to give us the viewer amazing content. Now you were born in St. Paul, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. You were raised kind of all over the place. Was your family in the military or what caused, I'm just curious because you kind of jumped around and then sort of became interested in storytelling and acting at a pretty young age from what I understand. Yeah. Uh, so my dad left early on. He went to go and live in Florida. Um, he, I think he left when I was about eight, seven or eight. And my mother uh, stayed in Minnesota. So oftentimes like I was going back and forth from where my dad was versus where my mom was. Um, and then I left, uh, I got out of high school pretty early, um, and, uh, ended up traveling immediately afterwards. I mean, I, I went to New Mexico, um, and then I went to San Francisco, which is where I ended up getting my first job. Um, I went back to, uh, New Mexico. I was in Albuquerque for a little bit and then I, um, went back to San Francisco and there was a little bit of back and forth and eventually I ended up in LA at like 19 years old. Yeah, I was just in Albuquerque recently for vacation. So uh, uh, I have a lot of friends and family yeah. there. So your first, yeah, your first role was in 2008, Milk, right? Yeah. With Sean Penn. That was like your first, you were an extra. And then that was kind of where you just got bit by the bug and decided, I'm doing this well, for been, the rest been, of my I life. I have been studying theater at American Conservatory okay. Theater, right? And so, and it was so funny because like when that job, I was such a, monk like when i was in class and like like first time in my life i was ever studious about anything like i barely got out of high school so i'm in i'm in the theater and i'm studying theater and um i had applied to be an extra in this movie and the casting company called me and they said hey are you around tomorrow and i was like you know what i got class yeah i got cl guys i got class tomorrow ah, let's go <laughs> said, oh uh, okay all right hangs at the phone and i sat there for about five minutes and i went what the fuck? I pick up the phone again. I call it back. Hey, you know what? I, I wasn't even thinking right. Yeah, I could totally be there. So I get on the set and it's the scene where uh, Sean Penn's birthday is happening. Uh, Harvey's birthday is happening and everybody's at the Western St. Francis celebrating. And, you know, the movie set, hundred people there, long shots, long setups. And the downtime was horrendous. There's just so much downtime as they kept resetting. So I, ended up having fun as a waiter probably because I was an over enthusiastic acting student and just talking to all the other extras. And I was, and I was going around and I'd say, I said, did you like the, uh, the, uh, the wine paired with the fish tonight? We think it's quite excellent. We bring that in from Italy. That's one. I'll give your compliments to the chef. How about you? You want that fondant? And I just started talking to people and it got the attention uh, of Gus. The, yeah. Yeah. The first AD who then went to Gus and Gus was like, what is this guy doing? so they brought me over. They introduced me to Steve Spinella who uh, was in Angels in America. He's a wonderful theater actor and, and, and television actor. And actually, I recognized him from 
this movie many years ago with uh, Bruce Willis. I think it's called the the Butcher or something. Anyway, I was a fan, and I and I met him, and and uh, I ended up getting dialogue opposite of him in the scene, and that was my first, you know, moment being there. I got introduced to um, Sean, and uh, after that, it was I was like, yeah, I'm meant to be here. That's interesting. I hear that story a lot where you have background actors or extras who are kind of going the extra mile, you know, to, to do the scene and it catches the attention of the director and then you get your lines. Is that where things started for you to get your SAG card and that sort of thing when you started getting those yeah, lines? I imagine that was huge, a huge help. It had to have for been. Sure, for sure, for sure. But it's funny because, you know, another sort of coincidence that happens. Okay, so I moved to Los Angeles. And I'm grinding. I start living in my car and I'm sleeping outside this boot shop in North Hollywood. And uh, I get myself enough money to go get a hotel. And I wake up in the hotel and I get roaches on me. And it's like, I had like a sequence of events that I think a lot of young artists have when they move to town. So I end up getting this extra gig through a friend of mine. And he hooks me with this extra gig. And it was Greek, which by the way, you remember that show? I tell everybody Greek is responsible for like the next wave of, uh, uh, sad cards and all that stuff because it was a great show, a great show, and every young person well. in town who'd gotten there was grinding on that show trying to get their sad card. So I show up, I'm doing extra work again. I'm you know like 19 or 20 years old, and the director of that particular episode that particular week was a guy named Sandy Smolin. I had met Sandy five years prior in a completely coincidental event. Um, and we had got stuck together at my grandmother's theater show, his mother, my grandmother's theater show. And we like, were the two young sons sitting down next to each other watching. And so I just chatted it up with Sandy, knowing that he directed some stuff, having had that nice conversation, never thinking I'd see him again. Five years later on my first set in LA and he happens to be the director. So I go to the first AD and I go, I know him. And he goes, yeah. And I go, no, no, no. I know him. I know where his mother is staying at. I know, you know, so on and so forth. And we met and he exploded with laughter and I was laughing. And that was another real luck, kismet universe thing that helped me get that side card. And then I think after that, I was able, I was, I was there and I was able to actually start working on, on the good stuff. I think as much as some people would like to not admit it, but it's true. A lot of this business, I mean, obviously there's talent, which you have and all of that, Mm -hmm. but it's connections. It's knowing people. Yeah. A hundred percent. There's an element to that. There's an element. There's also the element of hard work. Cause I, I've seen, yes. I've seen both. I've seen people come in and get an opportunity. I would hear that thunder. I I'm do. in Salt Lake city right now and uh, it is exploding outside. Um, so I have seen both sides of this, right? I consider myself somebody who got a lot of luck early on and then got some real great jump starts and then had a real lull and really do a bunch of reinvention. And that was where I really saw the grind, but I've seen other people, you know, kind of do their time and make those connections to get that one gig and everything flips off. And it was just an audition. I've seen other people that grew up knowing, you know, all of the talents and so on. And it's just, it, on Twitter the other day, somebody was asking, you know, uh, uh, an executive producer I, f- I follow, how do you break in? And, oh, no. And, he was, and the answer is, you know, especially as a writer and actor, you just 
do it. You just fight until you get an opening wide enough that you get something you can cling to. You know, and there's no yeah. I mean, I've talked to other actors like yourself who are very established. I mean, even people who have parents that were in the industry and when they were, and they're still going out to auditions and working, you know, and trying to make things happen. So it is a culmination for sure. I mean, hard work definitely wins, but also making the right connections at the right time. But I think they're mutually exclusive. They, they, They just all seem to go together and make what they make. I I do believe in that bit of luck that everybody really does require to get the ball moving. I mean, I got lucky. I I put my I believe in creating opportunities that make you lucky. Of course. Right? But like at that moment, the idea that I walked into a set with a guy that I met 5 years prior who happened to be the director like should never have happened. Um, and at that time, it was really beneficial, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's clearly paid out well for you. And we have this amazing film, Lansky, and the two other projects that you mentioned that are coming out, uh, Swing and Shiver, uh, which I'm excited. What's Shiver. that? Okay, Shiver. Shiver, yeah. Shiver, Shiver. It was a totally different context. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now, although that would be a good yeah, film no, no, shiver. Totally, I don't know. Totally. I feel, let's let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I apologize no, about that. Um and uh the my dyslexia got the best of me on that one. But they're great um films that we'll have the opportunity to see. And I'm excited for what's next for you. And you have these projects and everything. One last thing, you're in Salt Lake. Are you there working right now or are you there with oh, family? I have, or? A, I have a house out here. Uh, okay, great. So I, I stay out here uh, with my girlfriend and uh, I split my time between here and LA. And so... Uh, Wonderful. Yeah. So um, right now uh, I'm, I'm writing, um, you know, which is my other thing, that my other love that I'm on to. So right now I'm writing and um, um, I think I'm going to have something to work on camera in the next... Uh, couple months here but no right now it's just downtime awesome well you have certainly earned it be sure to check out these films and of course Lansky is available everywhere to stream I've watched it a couple times I've been watching a lot of films lately for interviews and so it's nice uh, to be able to watch things um, outside of what is normally in my purview thank you so much uh, David for joining us today on the podcast I really do appreciate it thanks for having me man appreciate it that brings today's show to a close goodly do thanks for stopping by if you enjoyed the episode feel free to share it with a friend and subscribe it's absolutely free the views and opinions of the guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host Autobots roll out go home